because I think the fearing of things is, you know, the fear of judgment, the fear of someone thinking you're not worthy of attention or affection or whatever, like, boy, that can just clog us all up it totally does. and, and like deny our authenticity. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, it's like Matt Kahn says, you don't, it doesn't, I mean, love is a one-way transaction. <laughs> like you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to, someone doesn't have to love you back in order for your love to be an amazing, beautiful, fulfilling thing for you and them. Yeah. For you and them. Totally. It's a gift. It's a, it's a, you know, and people are afraid that they're not going to get that return to them because you know, they, I don't know. Does society tell us we need that? Do our brains tell us we need that? I don't know. But just so liberating to not have to fear it anymore. Just be it that takes it pretty well back into emptiness too because all the fears um pain like if you go into it or like a fear of rejection mm-hmm. all of it is essentially the experience of um giving meaning to something like you give meaning to the sense of rejection which then tells you ah that yeah if yeah I, if i don't fit in then i'm rejected if i'm rejected maybe they don't like me and then i don't know if they don't like me then i question my self-worth and it all comes back to something coming between you and being yourself authenticity and that's where emptiness can start to knock those things loose if you want that right. practice um right sure yeah that's fun for me <laughs> it's the great thing about practice eventually it becomes who you are yeah like pretty crazy like too mm-hmm. and it's weird it's these practices just run away with you like if you try this if you really give this a try you might uh-huh. just never stop <laughs> <It's totally laughs> wild. and you won't expect it either it'll just you'll try and be like oh that felt pretty good and then it just stays with you forever and that's honestly kind of awesome but a little terrifying that things in this world can just totally grab your attention like that and never let go oh man i don't know why it's me it's making me think of my well something i wrote in 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 the book of my child that i am writing um about about how um you have to be careful what you introduce into his field of understanding because he might just attach to it and then never let you stop (laughs) oh wow right like you you pull out the bubbles, and then the next thing you know, you've been blowing bubbles for five, six, seven hours. No. And it's just like. What? <laughs> no way. So so yeah so or like like uh, one day he decided that he wanted we were in class um, on over Zoom, and he asked for a donut. And oh, I was like, that's gosh. weird. What? I mean, you've never asked for a donut. I've never. We don't have donuts around the house. That's just not a thing. Was this something you saw on YouTube? Like what? And his teacher thought it would be a good idea to bring donuts over. So she stopped by her house and put some donuts in the mailbox. Oh my gosh. And I was like, uh, oh boy, is this a good idea? And I thought, okay, well, you know what? He asked for it. Let's just see what happens. And he ate all of them. And then he asked for more when it was time to order groceries. So we got more. 
And then, like, he ate an entire bag of them, and it was like, whoa. Okay, okay, we got to back off on this. <laughs> yeah. Like, he would get one, and then, like, he would take another, and then I'm like, okay, we're done for the day. And then I woke up the next morning, and he had obviously gotten up in the middle of the night and eaten the whole bag. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we should have <laughs> but now he thing about sugar one day. But he, oh my goodness, but now he doesn't want them at all. What? He's like, nope, don't want donuts. That's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's a, strange kid that's so cool like he never eats when he's not hungry and he is not motivated by treats like this is the only child i've ever met that you can't be like you know i mean not that this is good parenting i'm not endorsing this is good parenting but oh my gosh sometimes it just goes there um like sit still and you can have this lollipop you know or whatever like we're trying to cut your hair or you know, I need you to be quiet right now because there's a Zoom meeting with my boss or whatever. Sometimes that's a tactic that's worked with my other child just fine. It worked on me when I was a kid, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but that will never, ever, ever work on Silas. Wow. Kind of awesome, <laughs> but also very difficult. It is. His motivating preferred things shift from day to day. You know, it might be he wants tickles today or tomorrow it might be. Anyway, um, off the topic, but yeah, <laughs> That's so cool. um, sugar. Yeah, sugar. It's, uh, it's as or worse bad for you as not getting enough sleep or dreams. So mm -hmm. careful. Okay. I will be. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. your body has told you very clearly how it feels about sugar. I'm allergic to sugar just because I've talked about it. I get an eczema reaction and I think that... Yep, it gives people a lot more trouble than what they realize, I'm sure. Right, right. They just don't have the immediate feedback like you get. Um, I certainly can't handle, I mean, I can handle natural sugars, but yeah, refined sugars doesn't, I mean, it might taste good in the moment, but my body also, I mean, I'm not allergic, but my body definitely lets me know <laughs> I feel tired or I feel bloated or my joints hurt or... But that could also just be me getting old. But... <laughs> yeah, it's not good, though. I mean, it's poison, really. So, um, mm -hmm. for foreshadowing for the future episode about sugar. Foreshadowing, yes. right? Right. Agreed. Agreed. Well, is there anything um, else you want to discuss on this week's episode? Let's see. I'm kind of like. You know, if I could just make a small observation about life and, and dream and stuff, of course, um, of I, I would, I, I feel like, I feel like it's, you know, man, the, the pandemic, boy, it, it has been incredibly isolating and incredibly stressful and um, just, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible that there's so much suffering being caused by it. Um, but, uh, for, I think that if it hadn't been for the fact that it happened, I don't know what would have gotten me to, uh, find a situation where I could prioritize sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I can't I can't work because I have to be there for my children. But at the same time, I also maybe as a self-preservation tactic, uh, 
decided that, you know, um, I was going to prioritize sleep so that I could be there for my kids. Cause you know, I'm not just their mom anymore. I'm mom, teacher, therapist, best friend, whatever. <laughs> um, I, I'm all of those things. And I think this is probably the case for a lot of parents. I mean, I'm certainly very, very grateful that I was one of the few that was able to make the unemployment thing work so that I can do this. Um, but yeah, what an amazing gift. I don't think I've ever slept this well in my entire life. And how many years, Sky, have I been practicing this lucid dreaming thing? At least five years. Five? Yeah, I think it's been five years. And I kept hitting a wall. And it was, of course, because I wasn't getting enough sleep yeah. that I could even access enough dream time to be able to get into the little lucid dreamlets and so on. So yeah. it's, um, so yeah, um, what I've learned, I think, is that it's worth prioritizing and I'm willing to give up an awful lot in order to be able to do that. Um, yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Snaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Of course. How about you? You got anything else you want to talk about? Oh well, I think I just I want to get some people pumped up here. Maybe not in this episode. Perhaps with oh next episode potential idea. Just like yeah. share some of the coolest lucid dreams experiences we've had. Oh. It's like back and forth. Make it awesome. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. I woke up yeah. changed a couple of those moments. But yeah. for the rest of this episode, maybe a minute or two, um, could just kind of maybe both throw out a lucid dreaming practice that can help acquire lucid dreams and whatnot. Because um, I'm sure you and I both find new ones pretty often. We can just throw them out yeah. now and then to keep people trying new stuff. See if they help. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, maybe I should keep a list of the things that I say so I don't like repeat myself too much. <laughs> well, if I haven't said it before, meditation, 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 meditation. Absolutely. When I feel myself disconnecting from that lucidity in dreams, like, I find some way to correlate it to the fact that, you know what? I have slipped on my meditation practice mm. and I haven't been um, taking that time to check in with what's going on um, in my mind, in my body, whatever. And it translates. It does. It does. It's not always like, a, oh, I meditate today and I will lucid dream tonight. Although sometimes that's happened. Mm -hmm. um, this past week, actually, I made a, a commitment to myself that I was going to meditate a minimum of 15 minutes every day with the Kundalini Satanama um, um, meditation. And oh my goodness, my dreams have just been woo! That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, this it's a uh, it's I think that yeah I don't think I can it's definitely a super super dream booster lucid booster for me is meditation super lucid <laughs> booster booster looster I don't know <laughs> I love it thank you awesome 
Thank yeah, you very much. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. On an interesting flip side of that coin, I have tried meditating for lucid dreams, and it almost never works. And oh, interesting. That's just me. Um, and I okay. guess I can represent a different part of the, the squad here of humans with experiences. Um, I think for me going, like I've been in very, very conceptual land for a while now and trying to do things with my brain and I've been stepping more towards like just feelings and following my feelings. And so I don't mm. meditate in life really that much, except when suddenly the feeling will just hit me and then I'll go for a walk and have an experience of emptiness or whatever it is. So okay. maybe if you're someone who meditation doesn't really resonate with or hasn't worked for, um, <clears throat> just kind of trying to feel more. Like, what do I feel? What do I want when you're in your free time? What feels good? And you can just talk to your heart or your body and just kind of follow those impulses. And that can be a path to embodying and embodiment which in my dreams like i said earlier the one dream i've had so far where i woke up immediately and knew i was dreaming was when i felt like it was real when i felt like my body was in there so the path mm. of, of getting in touch with your body and relating to those types of choices um just by connecting to the heart is i think another way that you can find yourself in sort of lucid spaces in life and in dreams so there's another practice for you. So like my, so what I'm hearing is is presence and mindfulness. In a way, yeah, but out of not like trying to forge but, it, but just kind of following the feelings you have. Right. Well, that to me is kind of like next level meditation. What oh, you're describing. Sweet. <laughs> like because because to me, but to me the pre no, well no to me the pre I mean in meditation I think means lots of things to different people, but to me the practice of meditation is just that it's like how yoga is a practice that helps me to, you know, the way uh, yoga with Adrian calls it that I think is so great is find what feels good, you know, and if you can find it on the mat, you're going to have an easier time finding it off the mat. And, you know, when I pr pr do my breathing practice, uh, you know, that helps me find it easier when I'm not practicing. And I think that's where meditation is for me is because I do struggle with presence. Cause I'm always like, I'm worried about my kids. I'm worried about, am I going to have money tomorrow? Am I going to like, there's 9 million things. On your mind. <laughs> right. And finding that space. And it's just not something that it comes to me naturally to yeah. be mindful and present. And so to me, when I, you know, take out the mat, sit on the cushion, you know, whatever, um, like that is a practice like okay. yoga or whatever that helps me be more present when I'm not there. So yes. maybe, you know, that's like, that's like my training wheels. Um. Well, <laughs> like if I could give an even more loving assessment of your experience there, and I, I love your assessment, but I don't know when I am in a more stressful period of time or I've been having a very busy week, just being in stress more naturally makes me want to crave some form of meditation where I'll just breathe uh -huh. or I'll lie down on, on my mat and do my own version of meditation, which is just okay. kind of some really aggressive sleeping, but <laughs> yes. sleep waking, but um, <laughs> yes, totally. I think that's awesome. Like your life is so crazy, crazy. And having that bastion where you intentionally go to find that rest. That's awesome. Oh, man. My days right now are relaxed enough that I can sort of live in that it's, space a little bit. 
and that works yeah. okay. But if I don't get enough time in sleep or just restful states or meditation, I will crave it. So that's... I yeah, that's see, that's, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah totally. And that's it's, and it's space that I carve out for myself because if I don't, I know that I can't be there for my kids, you know, and be my best, be my best, uh, parent self person. Yes. <laughs> so, and that's All my that goal. Stuff. So anyway, awesome. Okay. Well, does that do it then? <laughs> I think so. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, I hope that, uh, you could hold on to the thread because, boy, we go all over the place. But we it's sure a lot did. Of fun. <laughs> Welcome to the end of another episode of The American Dream Empty Woo! Sleep by Melanie and Sky. <laughs> Have a lovely day and night as well, if you can remember those dreams.